Happy New Year, nerds. You're about to listen to a special presentation from LTN Radio, New Year's Nerding Eve, from December 31st, 2021. This show shown a spotlight on the best music and talk show bits from the last year. However, because this is a podcast version, we're not able to play the full songs, so you'll only be hearing snippets. That brought the show down from a solid three hours to just under an hour 40. If you want to hear the music in our Top 20 Countdown, as well as some honorable mentions, we have created a Spotify playlist of all the tracks available on the platform. You can find this playlist by finding the post for this show on lovethynerd.com or in the music channel in the LTN Discord. Now, on with the show. everybody and welcome to LTN Radio's New Year's Nerding Eve. With me, the station manager, Radio Mats, we're leading you into your New Year's Eve plans with our look back at 2021. Over the next roughly three hours, we're going to count down our top 20 favorite new songs added to the station this year, plus maybe a few honorable mentions if we have the time, we'll sneak some in there. We're also going to share some of our favorite morning show moments, some of the best clips from the other podcasts and shows we air exclusively here, three brand new LTN shorts for tonight, and Drew Dixon will take us out with a final episode of Bible Thump for the year. The party is just starting, and since you're just arriving, let's kick it off with number 20 on our countdown, Immaculate by Uzuhan, followed by number 19, Relent, with Think You Got It. Okay. Ooh, yeah. When I pull up to the function, I'm looking so immaculate. Wow. Been a real long year with the worst things happening. Yeah. Mm. Got me down on my knees like people like Kaepernick. Wow, we made it through me and you, now we're looking so immaculate Immaculate Baby, I'm flawless Cooler than a blueberry Lawson Why don't hooligans like you have an offspring? Now your foundation is caved in I'm so sick of the mess you created This is Mark Davis from The Thoughtful Gamer, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Happy New Year, everybody. I've got one here that you probably haven't heard of before. A Mabel Holland's The Field of the Cloth of Gold is a game of extreme passive aggressiveness. With a smile and a wink, it puts players in impossible situations where they need to figure out how to not lose the best. It's a game about giving people gifts, but being a real jerk about it. 
The historical background is almost too ridiculous to believe. In 1520, Henry VIII and Francis I met to see who could blow the most money in the most extravagant ways. The field of the cloth of gold has no business being as thematic as it is. On any given turn of the game, you will have precisely two choices of where to move one of your pieces. I'd call it an abstract game, but it somehow manages to capture something of the absurdity of fancy people doing that thing where they do the performance of something nice while actually inconveniencing you. You'll be collecting tiles of four different colors and then cashing in those tiles for points on the various action spaces. The problem is that there's only two options, and after cashing in points at most of the action spaces, the tiles that you have revealed and scored are gone from the game forever. So it's a game about scoring points, but often it's a game about not scoring points, at least for a while, until you can collect enough tiles to score even better than you had before. The key here is that this is a game about manipulating the state of the board more than it is about actually doing things. It's about forcing your opponent to give you the things that you need to win the game. To wit, every single action space has a random tile beneath it, and when you go to that space, you give your opponent the tile. So not only do you control what options your opponent has, you also controls the color of the tiles that they collect. It's a remarkable game that will probably never get the broad recognition it deserves, and that's a real shame. Hollenspiel is a very small company that utilizes print-on-demand so that they can make experimental, weird, quirky games, and I highly recommend you check out this one. It's extremely accessible and an absolute riot. You can read more about this game and others at thethoughtfulgamer.com. Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, and if there was ever a year for a zombie apocalypse to begin, 2021 should have been it, but thankfully that never came to pass. Still, if you were ever curious who among the free play hosts would survive the longest, then you got to hear one of my favorite clips from the free play podcast with Bubba, Matt, and Kate. Out of the three of you, who would be killed first in a zombie apocalypse and who would survive the longest? That's the one, Matt. Have you ever played it, though? Is it? It's so far away from your Nintendo 64. You've probably never played it. I just got it in the mail. Oh, okay, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm ready. To ask the question, I already Yeah, you have to reiterate. He had his headphones off. You say no, I, I heard it. Did you already ask it? Yeah. Oh. So, well, well while you're thinking, ahead, I'll read no, some, of, some of... <laughs> I have my answer as well. But... Rock and Mr. Magic said that uh, Bubba would die first because the smell of his soaps would draw the walkers to him. I, I can agree with that. I feel both seen and attacked. And so I have smelled mm-hmm. and attacked. But I accept, yeah. I accept that one. That one is viable. That, I'm not trying to stink even in the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, you have so much soap that it would last you for yeah, you'd be ages. Fine. You'd be it's, fine. It's, I have a lot of the pit stick. I'm mm. running, I'm, I'll run out of soap. Mm. Yeah. Well. A surprising amount of people think that I would survive the longest, which um, personally, I don't think I, w- I think I'd be the first to go. What's your- the question is, is it just you or is it you and Steven? If it's you and Steven, no, it's, it says the three of us. So just, just us. us three on our own. Just so no us. Steven, no Anna, no Aaron. No, ki- no chitlins. <laughs> so I'm, I do feel blessed <laughs> that people would think that I would 
survive the longest. <laughs> I just would don't die think- the second she couldn't charge her switch. She would just keep, she'd be like, why I'm out. I think I lay I, down I, I, I would, wait for the I elements not to take last her. that long. Um, McDo who says that Kate likes camping and rocks so she can survive outside. Matt likes rocks. He stands a chance, but Bubba doesn't like rocks at all. So he's I done. Like camping. I like camping too. Yeah. So then you'll have a good chance. Have a good chance. I very recently, <laughs> I have, like I'm going to defend myself. You I don't very like recently, I'm indifferent with rocks. I very recently <laughs> went on a backpacking That's trip. That's right. You did. I know. But just... Where I had to I... legit live out of that backpack. So do you think then that that experience would help you not be killed first? And yes. who, Do you think you would survive over Matt then? And... Say, okay, say I'm dead. I'm dead. Would you survive longer than Matt? Are we together? Or we, no. we're, we're separate. Separate. You have to be on different teams because it's a competition. It's like the Hunger Games. Mm, hungry Games, yeah. Hungry Games. Would yeah. you <laughs> beat out Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, think I would. I think I would. <laughs> Here, and here's I why. And so. here's why I'm a lot more spry than Matt is. You haven't seen me do anything. I have seen you try to jump on top of a ball. Oh my gosh. I tried to jump on one stinking ball in Columbus, in Ohio, and my one foot didn't make it up. Okay. My gracious. I wish I had video. Well, so. My phone fell out of my pocket, okay? And I, here's the deal like, specifically with zombie stuff. Have you ever fixed a car with a keychain, Bubba? Have you ever fixed a car with a keychain? Just answer, answer the question. Are you saying, no. have I ever fixed a car no. that has a keychain? No, or have I, have key I ever fixed a car using a keychain? <laughs> Dude, in the uh, zombie apocalypse, it ain't going to matter about it will, cars. It could, it could be the... the it's going it to be about foraging. It's going to be about living off the land. It's going to be about mm. knowing how a zombie thinks mm. and how it acts and mm. what its intentions are. And mm. I have seen so much of The Walking Dead. Mm. So much of it. So you've seen The Walking Dead. You went on a backpacking trip and you have a tough shed. Those are the things going on. And I also, I, I really enjoy. <laughs> Zombies cannot get in tough shed. Those yeah. are the no, things going for too, you. When, when you get the latch right. Yeah, they're too it's a hard. fortress. I don't hey, know. I, I think I'm pretty crafty. I think I'm pretty wiry. <laughs> I have fixed a car with a keychain before. The, the clutch cable kept breaking so i i broke a keychain used that to connect the clutch cable to the part it needed to be on the clutch oh that's and great it never stopped working i never had to fix it again well ever so there it is well but it's on the carfax well radio matt says maybe. that he thinks that you would one day rule the zombies matt maybe and that I, Bubba would be killed first from not paying close enough attention. I think that I am <laughs> I more. I think I. And I think I am more outdoorsy than Bubba. I I build I a agree. lot more shelves than Bubba does. I build a lot more things. Matt wears Tevas while he hikes. Yeah, all you have to make do with what you have. I guess you might not have any shoes. Boots. I have hiking shoes as well. So do I, but you don't see me saying I'm going to survive because mm-hmm. I have shoes. I have a hockey stick weapon. Thank you. Matt's guys. weakness is his glasses, as we've said before. Mm-hmm. If those That's things break, mm-hmm. you guys, I, you guys I haven't have seen me right in now. my okay, prime. I'm fine. Where's your prime? My well, like outside. My, okay. Where's my happy place? Where is Mowing my happy place? Right there. In no front of that computer. Answer the question. Where's my happy place? In front of that computer. You Mowing lie. The lawn. You, you're sandbagging me right now, man. Mowing you the lawn. Always there. You know that my happy place is the fire pit. 
That just attracts the zombies. Man. No, get what out of here. What does it have here. to do with surviving them? The fire, fire is a pillar of survival. Do you know if you how can't to create fire. Can, do you know oh, how to build a fire build without a, fire. a lighter? It's either of you. Yes. You do? Both yes. of you do? Okay, well, yes. I don't know. So another reason. We're going to do a, we're gonna have to do an, uh, a survival man challenge, okay, for a weekend. Yeah, we'll... one of you can be Michael and one of you can be Dwight. <laughs> and then the right, next weekend, you'll, you'll switch and... Yes. So, yeah, can, you, um, can you build you a fire guys, without a fire pit? You got get out of here. Prove yes, it. you guys. TikTok me, bro. Make a TikTok. <laughs> I want to see it. I have so many fires. So hey, you know okay, what? Right, I would Kate, be dead day. I, I would be dead day one. Because your asthma. Yeah, your asthma. My yeah. asthma. My allergies. My contacts. My glasses. My medicine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just general like not hardiness. Um. Bubba, did you ever go to Boy Scout stuff? He went to a wall. My dad is still a scoutmaster to this day. But you don't live with him, so. That would be weird. Those, skill, those skills don't transfer. <laughs> so you're saying that I have to pick which one of you is going to live the longest? Yes. You're, you're the final say. Hmm. I know what you're going to pick, Kate. I know you know what I'm going to pick, just but I don't know if I'm going to pick. I am judging you, but here's the deal. Your heart. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's fine. Look at Bubba's face. Your heart. It go is so. Heart, but the thing is, if your glasses get broken, you are dead and I, your glasses Kate, would I'll be easily say, broken. Kate, so it would be I'll a risk say, to pick you. I have four pair. <laughs> four pairs of glasses. I've been preparing for this day for a long time. I um, have four pair and I don't need any of them. Mine are oh, all but do you have any like health problems? Do you have any like health, problems? health problems? Do you have any? How is your eyes? Do you have? Do I have content? any health problems? Yes, mm. I am too fit. <laughs> yeah, do you have? Kids. Do you wear contacts or glasses? What are some medications no, that you take? None. Zero. What are some? <laughs> none. I shouldn't have to pitch this hard. And this is so difficult. You have no. I know. I did think that. We'll decide next week on the on the free play podcast. <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week, folks. Thanks for you hanging know what? out. I know I, how we'll I settle think, this. Fine, 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 fine. We'll I just think, start no, the no. actual zombie apocalypse and see how it plays out. I think I'm that... prove it. I I'm do... Prove okay, it. fine, 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 fine. I think that... Hmm, this pains me to say. I think that Bubba would live the longest. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I, the only reason that I would not say Bubba is my pettiness towards him, and I'm just... <laughs> And you know what? To be to I'm be honest, not, I'm sorry, but if you all four of your glasses break, that could happen in one day. Break. I would make sure they didn't. That'd I will find you, and Matt, I, you're my best friend in the world. I would crush all your glasses to win. That's fine. I don't want to see because I also watch a lot of yeah, Survivor, well, and I have to win. That's true. It's New Year's Nerding Eve on LTN Radio with Radio Matt, and we are reliving some of our favorite moments and counting down the best new songs of 2021, too. Let's keep that countdown rolling with number 18, Holland with Mood Swings, followed by Magnetic by Newsboys in the number 17 spot. Here we go. I'm moving. I can feel it shaping. So real to me What I want At least I thought that I did But maybe I don't know There I go again Second guesses myself
That is the best Newsboys track I think I've heard since Tate took over as the lead. Absolute earworm material right there. Speaking of surprising hits, have you watched Squid Game yet? What a crazy show, and certainly one for adults only. But hot dang, if that show wasn't compelling, I would have died in the first game. I can't even stand still when I'm not scared for my life. And forget about that glass bridge thing. No, thank you. I'm content to just sit here and listen to music. Speaking of, let's get back to it with number 16 on our countdown. Angie Rose with Meet Me, Heaven on Earth. Rose. I'm so fly, you should come in your pilot. Got me on virus. Take them to the sky where they know the most highest. A time of so timeless. How is your New Year's Eve going so far? Well, if you're listening to me, it's got to be going well, because I'm a delight. And you can usually hear me and my co-host, Mo, every morning, Monday through Thursday, getting into all kinds of shenanigans here on LTN Radio on the Back Row Morning Show. You want to hear some of the nonsense we get ourselves into? Well, here are the top three funny bits from this past year in no particular order. Hey, fun fact. Did you know that the first... Show some cheek. Olympics played in Athens. Do you know? On natural. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All it was all men athletes and they were played completely nude. And because of that, women were not allowed to be spectators. They could not watch because the men were because they'd be scandalized. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That is (laughs) that's another fact for you. You get two extra facts. They weren't good at making uh uh Tight-fitting clothing that would, you know, hold right. all the junk in place. They're but like, can well, you let's imagine just let it doing fly. some of those sports naked? <laughs> For real, think about it. Javelin. Just take a second. Even running. <laughs> well, the worst in my mind is the wrestling. <laughs> the Greco-Roman wrestling. That would be awful. <laughs> Hurdles, yes. Hurdles. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm serious. The what? Race, the race where they have to pass the baton off. Oh, stop. No. No. I'm not letting you go there. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Grab Their the arm right had baton. to be fully extended to Grab pass the, the right baton. baton, guys. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> This is, uh uh-uh. That's why when you have to do the the pole vault, that's why they always have to go to their back. Yeah. To go for Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. That's the way it was done in the first Olympics. So you don't get caught. No. (laughs) Here. They're garbage. Oh, I hate these. Wait, caramel brownie? What? Hold up. Yeah, so we bought these, and then I stole one from a teacher friend and ate it, forgetting that it was going to be a taste test. So now we can't do an actual oh, okay. taste test. Well, let's hope. Is it, was it good? Yeah. All right. Maybe I, I like, like this one. Ooh, what? It's, what? It's got weird white stuff on it, but hey. Well, the cowtails always I, have weird white stuff. I've eaten worse. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It smells so good. Mm-hmm. 
You're welcome. These wow. are in the trash. That's garbage. This is like delicious. A fancy Tootsie Roll. It is. You're right. This is dang good. I hate normal cowtails. Hate them. Oh, I like cowtails. Hate but, um, them. This is good. Mm-hmm. You've redeemed my night. You're I'm welcome. in a good place again. You're welcome. These are good. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you stole it from someone? <laughs> so... I mean, who leaves candy on their bookshelf? <laughs> who leaves candy in their personal places? <laughs> Expects it to not be taken. Yeah. Really? Who leaves candy in that inner pocket inside their purse, <laughs> inside the drawer of their own desk in their locked office, and not expect it to be taken? Fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, it was on her open bookshelf, which, after the fact, I was like, oh, she might have been leaving that there. Like, she had pulled it out because she was going to eat it, and then she ran out of time. And you're like, I'm going to leave it someplace where I can see it uh -huh. and eat it. It's the first thing I get back. It's okay. She came back the next day and she was probably like, did I eat that? I guess I what? did. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> you see unattended candy. That's mine now. You're the worst kind of person. It's a really bad day. <laughs> So I thought, you know what? I'm going to reorganize the library. I'm going to reshelf the books. I'm going to, uh-huh. <laughs> it's called genrefying, okay? Genrefy. It's where you put books by genres. It works really well for elementary libraries. So I walked up in there thinking, like the idiot that I sometimes can be, I can get this done in a day. Easy. I left Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock. I clock out every day at 3.15. Left at 5 o'clock, and that library was flipped upside down. No joke. Kids came in Thursday morning and just, like, eyes huge. And I was like, yep, the library's closed until I get all the books back on the shelves. Sorry. Don't know what we're doing, but you're not checking out books. I can tell you that. <laughs> you should have just stood there. Get all disheveled or whatever. We were robbed! <laughs> they came in, they flipped all the books! Oh, I missed such a good opportunity! <laughs> they flipped all the books out and they stole all my thumbtacks! Oh, God! <laughs> Call the police! <laughs> Help! The studio's been robbed! Who took the next two tracks in our song countdown? This stinks! This is total BS! Oh, here they are. Number 15 is Reveal by Windvent. And then in the number 14 spot, Matt Kearney with his song Pontiac.
Pontiac Today in Nerd History, the last great newspaper comic. When Bill Watterson was desperate to find a way out of his job in advertising, he started devoting his spare time to creating a comic strip to pitch to syndicates. He came up with several ideas that were all rejected, but one of them showed promise, The Doghouse, which featured a side character, little brother, and a stuffed tiger. He then developed a story around this mischievous, adventurous, and imaginative boy and his sardonic stuffed tiger that would be alive to him, but nobody else. And in November of 1985, Calvin and Hobbes debuted in 35 newspapers and quickly became a hit. Within a year, it went from 35 to roughly 250 newspapers nationwide. Within the first three weeks of its run, all the central characters were introduced and this cast remained unchanged for the entirety. The care and attention this trip was given earned it several awards and accolades and has influenced pop culture in many subtle ways. With ongoing stories featuring alter egos like Spaceman Spiff and Stupendous Man, as well as elements like Calvin Ball, cardboard boxes being used in imaginative ways, and gruesome snowman deaths, the strip got popular fast and remained so its whole run. And this was despite a lack of merchandising, something Bill Watterson was against, believing the work should be able to stand on its own, which would become a source of contention between him and his syndicate publisher for years and lead to him having to take a few sabbaticals to mentally recover. After returning from his last sabbatical in 1994, Bill informed his publishers and newspapers across the country and world that 1995 would be his last year with creating Calvin and Hobbes, with his final comic being published on Sunday, December 31st, 1995. The strip was a full-color Sunday comic featuring Calvin and Hobbes hopping on a sled on a snowy day off to find adventure. Calvin and Hobbes continues to be found running in a 10-year loop in many newspapers still and remains the most viewed comic on the Go Comics website still to this day. And as one critic put it 10 years later in 2005, the end of Calvin and Hobbes has left a void in the world of newspaper comics that no one has been able to fill. You can pick up the entire 10-year collection in a nice hardcover four-volume set on Amazon for about $70 at the time of this recording. Why not go to smile.amazon.com and choose Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice while you're at it? That way you can support LTN when you buy this set or anything else on Amazon without costing you a single extra penny. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio as we count down the top 20 new songs of 2021 and some of our favorite moments from our shows. Humans of Gaming is the longest running podcast while a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network interviewing movers and shakers in the gaming industry. And here's a bit from one of our favorite interviews this year with Andrew Lowen, one of the minds behind the tabletop game, Deliverance. You know, there was this idea behind, um, you know, well, I guess the boss encounters are kind of like a raid boss in World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. So what I, I put over 30,000 hours into WoW and I was a professional Hearthstone player. And yeah, professional, <laughs> you're a professional Hearthstone player, huh? I was, it was, oh, it was that. good. Uh, good money while I was working, um, you know, just part time on this on this multi level marketing business, you know. Um, huh. so yeah, so I I would what is, I actually I'm like I'm fascinated by this. Uh, yeah, what is good money for a professional Hearthstone player? I, I made a hundred bucks an hour teaching people how to how to become legend. I would, oh, nice. I would so so you're and... you're. Uh, the money you were making was actually training people. It wasn't Coaching. from yes. yeah, winning so tournaments I, or whatever. Right. Okay. Th this is actually before Twitch was huge. 
um i think this one was when maybe um it was it was way before twitch really exploded Mm -hmm. um before you know i i had even a chance you know actually what's funny is a week ago i i jumped on it i i usually don't watch hearthstone because it'll make me want to play it and um (laughs) i you know so look at you setting up healthy boundaries and stuff Right. Like I'll watch League of Legends because, you know, you watch like challenger streams and you're like, yeah, I'll never be that good. So I don't have to worry about it. But Hearthstone, I was that good. Right. So it's like, oh, that guy made a mistake. You know, it makes me (laughs) want to play. So I found that one of my uh, number one training partners actually had over half a million subscribers on Twitch and was a professional Hearthstone streamer. It's like that is I know that guy. It's like, yeah, could have. Now instead you're just running Kickstarters for Skyrim. I Who know, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was um, a really uh, high level gamer. I, I consider mm-hmm. myself an elitist jerk in my head. Um, one of weird. My... That's the name I've always had for you too. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So, in what uh, way do you consider yourself an elitist jerk? That's interesting. So I, I'm, I'm a tryhard, and okay. I will. So if I play something, I can't just enjoy it. There's no. Uh, I, gotcha. I mean, it's like. All right. How do you want to You want to understand it? Souls <laughs> I oh, think we're Chris. kindred. Yeah, we're kindred spirits <laughs> in that, my friend. Because yeah. I literally like I cannot play ranked anything because yeah. I get just too sweaty and mad. Yep. I just can't do it. Like I don't play ranked <laughs> yeah. Legends. I don't play ranked Rocket League, guys. Rocket League is soccer with cars, and I still get super freaking worked up about ranked playing mm. Rocket League. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I hate it. That's so funny. Yeah, you know, my my mindset with League was always like, you know, why play unranked games? Because I, you know, I'll I'll I'm I totally understand like going on tilt, um, where you just lose. Like I've lost ten games in a row of League of Legends, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just gonna play another one, you know, and it's gonna go fine. And then I feed I'm like one in ten, you know, and I'm solo mid, you know, everyone solo mid. I um, really don't appreciate you calling me out like this on my own podcast. <laughs> yes, to be honest. So. Yeah, yeah, but I just I can I've, I can understand that to, to a degree. I don't get. I, yeah, I don't you're competitive because you've done like I'm very com- and stuff. Yeah, I'm competitive. I'm very competitive. Like, um, yeah. you're just more mature than me and Andrew. Anytime I play a game, I want to win for sure. Um, and like I I do actually do a lot of mountain biking, and I'm very competitive with like the guys I mountain bike with. Like, I want you know, like we try to bitch go faster than each other so you probably yeah. <laughs> are as an elitist jerk as we are you're just in denial that's probably true that's probably fair Yes, that was a new version of Jesus Freak you just heard. That's one of our runner-up honorable mentions, whatever you want to call them for this year. Uh, Al City's remix, probably the best freaking version of that song since the original, in my opinion. Definitely the best remix that has come out. Uh, Of course, there are two dozen versions and covers and remixes of that song but that song is you know the the spiritual start of this radio station it's the the first uh christian song that i heard outside of the normal realms of ccm 
that you know made me fell in, fall in love with with music that you don't know exists <laughs> if you only listen to those mainstream stations these days like that's why we want to that's one of the reasons ltn radio exists to bring you christian rock rap pop and indie music that is alternative to what you normally hear on on k-love air one everything that's all starting to sound about the same and uh you know that's there's there's just so much more there's so much more out there that you haven't heard they think they can throw a, a softer version of uh, a skillet song at you and throw Toby Mac in the mix every now and then and think that covers all the bases. And it doesn't, guys. It doesn't. That's why we exist. That's why we're here. It's New Year's Nerding Eve. I'm Radio Matt. And in case you didn't know, I hand select every single track that airs on our station. I guess ear select? Anyway, I'm pers- I personally approve every track which often means that we get a few tracks in our rotation long before they become radio hits or some amazing tracks that don't even make it to radio on any other platform. So for every skillet banger you hear, there's also going to be a relatively under-the-radar artist or track on the station, and we hope this broadens your musical horizons. Speaking of skillet, here's number 13 on our countdown, Surviving the Game by Skillet, followed by my number 12, my favorite part by Peabod. Peabod, my favorite part right there. Peabod is one of my favorite artists right now. One of those rare happy rappers in the genre. And his tracks are fun and uplifting. I just want to eat cake and dance every time I hear him. But I'm the first to admit this year has been full of too much of me eating cake. That's for sure. A lot of stuff happened this year, but it also went by so quickly. I didn't even catch most of it. Wait, my notes say that they held the 2020 Olympics this year? Is that true? I'm going to go see how the USA did. You listen to number 11 on our countdown, Somebody by Memphis Mayfire. Surfing is an Olympic sport? What? resolutions i mean i know i know they're almost always failing attempts and most are given up on by mid-january but they are encouraging in that we at least want to be better eating healthier exercising more doing a daily quiet time starting a new project resolving to treat yourself better or maybe just treat yourself look whatever it is commit to it even if you fail let's say you're resolving to quit smoking Don't come at it like, I can't ever smoke another cigarette for the rest of my life, because that might be too tall of a mountain to climb. Just focus on today. Wake up in the morning and say, I can't smoke today. 24 hours by 24 hours. Much more doable. 
And if you mess up one day, that way, that doesn't negate every day you succeeded. If you say I can't smoke for like a month and you screw up on day 27, then your mind automatically negates those 26 days you went without cigarettes. But if your goal is just one day at a time, then if you mess up, you can just pick it right back up the next day. Don't let a slip up crush your resolve for the whole year. That phrase, live one day at a time, that's not just some feel-good self-help nonsense. Those are words of Jesus. This is biblical advice. Get after it. Now, the news media this year has been constantly repeating a whole bunch of nonsense, but the Back Row Morning Show aims to bring you the news you aren't getting in the mainstream. Here are our top three news stories of the year in no particular order. A slime mold known as Blob will be launched to the International Space Station where scientists will study how microgravity impacts the single-celled organism's capabilities. The Blob is also known as Physerum polycephalum. Hey, I said it right. Uh, and the yellow mold has become an immense uh, of immense interest to scientists studying animal cognition because of how it can think, make decisions, sleep, learn, and even navigate a maze despite not having a brain. It has even been found to adapt and transmit knowledge to other slime molds. The blob will be launched on the Northrop Grumman's 16th Commercial Resupply Service mission. Uh, it's already happened. It happened on the 10th. <sighs> in addition to investigating what happens to the weirdly intelligent brainless blob in space, the experiment's aim is to promote the, scientists, the sciences to students and demonstrate how scientists conduct research in space. For those of you in the chat who are saying this is how you get among us, yeah. I know. This I is know. it. That's exactly what I was thinking. We were all wondering what the lore was behind that game. Uh -huh. Well, this is how this it is, begins. Yep. That the is brainless exactly blob on the space station is going to learn how to replicate themselves into one of the astronauts. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. How? Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, there's no way to read this story and not think of a horror movie. It communicates with other blobs. It adapts and transmits information to other brainless blobs. It sleeps and eats, but it has eats. no brain. I don't. Un I, it can think and make decisions, and has no brain. I don't understand <laughs> at all. To me, it's I mean, like I've, I've been accused of that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sun says no brawl money <laughs> due to increasing temperatures and for our own personal safety we will not be accepting brawl money sorry for any inconvenience <laughs> i am with them i think that's okay it's nasty if it's coming it's out of your bra okay your sock your waistband no stop it so gross oriel says that he hated it when he worked at a bank in downtown baltimore i kind of think that downtown baltimore bra money Ooh. would be worse because <laughs> i mean it gets nasty hot there it really does oh, i thought you were judging the people <laughs> thought you were pulling the charles barkley really? big old women down in san antonio no, it... <laughs> those sweaty old women up in baltimore <laughs> listen it gets nasty hot in baltimore humid and sweating oriel said i'm judging the people <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that you know, you know they just ate some crabs, and so they got 
They got crab sweat all over their dollar bills. <laughs> their body just leaking and butter. Most of them are smokers. So it's just... He's gross. I apologize to everyone who lives in Baltimore. Listen, they're that's my family. I can they know who they are. Exactly. I can say that. My brother, my sister, my mom, or my stepmom, my dad, my grandmother, that's my family. Wet smoky my crab cousins. dollars. And lastly, COVID's newest gift is nasty. Introducing restless uh, anal know, syndrome. Stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, read the the link before <laughs> on her page before I got to the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Is this for real? A, se a septuagenarian in Japan reported deep and discom anal discomfort. Uh, days after recovering from COVID-19, doctors have diagnosed the condition as restless anal syndrome. I mean, you couldn't come up with a better name, seriously. <laughs> the symptoms of which are consistent with restless leg syndrome. So imagine... Restless leg syndrome, which, you know, where you just can't stop moving your legs. It just feels so uncomfortable. Uh, they're just like, you know, you got that. Stop it. Well. Stop. You have it. Stop it. In your, in in the, your bottom. In the, up in there. In your bottom. And it's not, the the worst part, it's not, it's not like, just like the, the part that touches air. Thank you for the follow. <laughs> That's why you're going to follow? Because we're talking about RAS? It's not the part that touches air. It's like six inches in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part. <laughs> that is restless. Okay, can I just say something? Yeah. Everyone, mm. everyone who has had COVID is now questioning do I have R RAS? We are all so very much in tuned with our bodies right now. Just yeah, we're all trying feeling. to figure it out. <laughs> Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. You just heard some clips from the Backroom Morning Show. There are two official morning shows on LTN Radio. The second being Church Nerds every Friday. But there is another morning show in the Love Thy Nerd world, airing most Thursday mornings on Twitch, Matt and Bubba in the morning. And we air their shows the following Saturday. Now, last Thursday, they had a special Christmas Eve Eve episode, but because the following Saturday was Christmas, we didn't air it on the radio. However, we would like to play a clip from this show with a cool announcement. We have a lot ladies, of about we ladies, an and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Sets yep, up shots. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> pause for effect. I'm just reading the notes here, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a brand new Matt and Bubba hey. in the morning blend that you can get. Hey, Lee, thank you so much for those 12 months, bud. Oh, and I know what you're thinking. And no, Matt did not have to dig that bag out of the trash can what? twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see it's empty. 
Aaron, Aaron made it and I came, I, we always prep our coffee the night before and Aaron made it last night and then she threw the bag away and I came down, I was like, shoot, I should have told her not to throw that away. Thankfully it was right on top of the trash bag can of mm-hmm. garbage, pulled it out. It was not dirty. Uh, went about my business, cleaned up a little bit. We had this Christmas extravaganza last night, which if you follow us on Facebook, you can see some of it. I can't wait. Uh, well, Facebook keeps muting it, so we'll see how it goes. Um, Anyways, Aaron came down. She's like, I thought I threw that away. And then she threw it away again. <laughs> and I had to dig it back out of the trash can. So you thought correctly, dirty. Aaron. You thought correctly. <laughs> uh, but hey, ain't no trash can gonna hold him down. <clears throat> speaking of yeah. speaking of things that are better than the trash can, um, Matt and Bubba in the morning blend. This coffee here. And guys, I'm not even joking. This stuff slaps. It's it is good. good. And I'm I gonna, have go ahead. I, I, I was just going to put more words into the ether. What were you going to say? I was going to say that I've had it both hot and iced. And I've, heard, I've heard it both it, ways. Yeah, it is very good both ways. I like my hot coffee in the morning and my iced coffee in the afternoon mm-hmm. because you know tradition. That's just how I do <laughs> tradition. It. And uh, it has, I, I believe, it has some African coffee in there. Yes, it does. Uh, that. Typically, those coffees don't break down as uh, as much in, when you make iced coffees. So, okay. Um, typically. Uh, but I'm going to read this because I don't know if you all can on the screen. It looks pretty blurry to me. Another collaboration with our friends at Love Thy Nerd specifically support Matt and Bubba's morning show. This breakfast blend is a light roast with subtle notes of cocoa, light nuttiness, and a sweet citrus finish. The perfect cup for your morning. And it is very good. So uh, we we love the guys at this little bean of mine, uh, and they love us. And this was a match made in heaven. So mm. like, and an accident made in heaven. Yeah, this from from my understanding, this is a pretty similar blend to their espresso roast. And I said espresso roast, not espresso roast. What so about Nespresso roast? I, I'll allow that. Okay, uh, it's a very close blend, and they were they were going to make their espresso blend, and they accidentally added the wrong one of the wrong coffees to it. Uh, and lo and behold, here we are with uh, Matt and Bubba in the morning blend, and I love it. It's so damn good. <laughs> I love that Frost is doubling down on this. I love the taste of Matt and Bubba in the morning. <laughs> yeah, just really, really selling this coffee for us. <clears throat> hey, real talk. Yeah, it's I, very good. We don't even know. Like, anytime you guys see like our logo on stuff or like officially licensed things, like th- this or the other coffee, our action which, figures. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for not saying dolls. The uh, the previous blend that we had, the LTN blend, which I think there's still a little bit left of. I think this yeah, is better. That's what I was going to say. I think this is better. I like the other stuff. Don't get me wrong. I I tend to agree with you. I think this is better. Just like taste wise. Mm -hmm. This may be more of your jam. Like this is like a little brighter. I feel like this is more of that's why it's a breakfast blend. Mm. Morning blend. Mm. Uh, Typically your your breakfasty morning blends are going to be a little bit more more, uh, acidic and a little brighter. Mm. So I like it. Every morning I wake up. Putting Matt and Bubba in your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, is it the taste, or is it because uh, our, we have our name on it? So, like, a taste, it's, a taste. it's double entendre. Um, like, I have good taste, and so I know what tastes good, and I know what is good. And Matt and Bubba in the morning on that, yeah, 
If you look it up, it was already oh there. Oh my gosh, it worked. Yeah, so you can go and get this uh, by going to lovethynerd.com slash morningbeans. And I asked Matt, what do you want? What did you want the handle to be for this on our website? And we, we kind of met it in the took, middle with well, morning it, beans. It, it took us a little bit. I, my first thought was coffee, obviously, lovethynerd.com slash coffee. But it, we couldn't do that one. Which you can still go to. Do that one if you want to. Uh, but it's for the other coffee. And I think so probably I said, we'll talk to them about just kind of combining. beans because. Lanes. That's what I wanted. But. Yeah. Well, you'd been watching a lot of. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> I just want a record. <laughs> this coffee tastes nothing like Matt's morning breath. Okay. Well, <laughs> Says you, Aaron. Well, Says now my breath you. Tastes like um, maybe maybe mm. it ta- maybe it tastes like Matt's morning breath at a con. Maybe that's what it no, is. No, that's it's probably different. like monsters and yeah. Matt Matt hits I a little different drink. at a convention. Yeah, I think I don't normally <laughs> drink. Yeah, yeah. So uh, get yourself some. We'll mm-hmm. have it. Well, it's for as long as we can because we love it. I'm going to order some more here in just a bit. Guys, obviously, ran out. Yeah, um, and I was gonna say like the like proceeds and all that stuff. It is it is going to LTN the proceeds, but at, at it, the yeah. end of the at the end of the day, like I just I tell them, hey guys, we love you, we love your stuff, and this is almost anything that you see our our name on. I love you guys. I love your stuff. We want to help you push your product. This is the same thing as like us being in the booth and like talking with people and helping sell their games and stuff like that. Like if there's something that we can do to help them. That's us as ministry. So, um, uh, Patrick, Patrick uh, Morrow, he freaking under penalty of death uh, threatened to like kill us, our death, if we didn't take something for this. I was like, I, I mean, if I have to, you know. Hush. So we get a thousand dollars every time somebody, every time you hear a bell ring, uh, Matt and Bubba get a thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. It's Monopoly money. Oh, oh. But, yeah, I only want Star Wars Monopoly money, please. Or, or, credits? or, Jeff, or Jeff Foxworthy Monopoly money, <laughs> if you will. It is New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. And I'm your host, Radio Matt, bringing you some of our favorite show moments of the year and counting down the top 20 new songs of 2021. We're halfway through the countdown. Let's pick it up with number 10, Andy Minio's Trying, followed by We Never Die by Paradise Now at number nine. Trying to be content ain't trying to be complacent. Trying to stay grounded while I'm trying to break it. Trying to stay motivated. My motor's waning. I got invitation to the game.
Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve, and we've been sharing some of our favorite clips from the shows we feature on our station. You might recognize my voice from another project in the LTN Podcast Network. However, if you aren't a wrestling fan, maybe you don't know that I play second fiddle to host John Berkey on a show called Two Words. And while we mostly cover the latest wrestling news and relive a lot of nostalgia, every now and then we get a little weird. Here's one of those weird segments where John and I both did our best Stone Cold Steve Austin impression to tell some Bible stories. Buckle up. We know how much you guys love our impressions. I mean, it's the... We love doing them. The most requested thing. Is it really? Well, it's the only requested thing we've okay. gotten, so I would assume, yeah. When we, that was when, one person who's like, hey, <laughs> do some more of them impressions. When we did our uh, when we did our pilot show, we did some impressions. We did. And uh, our, our fearless leader, Bubba Stalkup, was like, I was really worried when you said impressions. <laughs> and like, then I, he got heard really it. Sca- I got really scared. <laughs> and then he heard it, and he's like, you could do that every week. You should do it all the time. <laughs> but we have uh, not, for your just, sake. We just can't. A couple just, times a season. That's yeah. About as much yeah. as we'll cop to. So, uh, with our impressions, we like to have a little bit of fun. We like to uh, read some scripture, do a little ranting, combine our love <clears throat> of Jesus with our love of professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and m- meld them together and make them make them beautiful. And so uh, we're going to be doing that today with some Stone Cold Impressions. Now, I'm going to warn you, uh, they're not good. <laughs> they're fun. It's going to be funny. It's going to be a great bit. <clears throat> um, but nobody come at me being like, oh, your Stone Cold sucks. Because, like, I know it sucks. I'm admitting it, admittedly. Like, I'll, I'll admit it. It's not great. Um, so so I will go first. Um, last time we did, I did Macho Man uh, or Macho Jesus confronting the fig tree. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and I'm just going to pick up right there in Mark 11 um, <laughs> when, when Jesus goes into the temple okay. where they're selling uh-huh. goods. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Um, yeah. All right, that's the bottom line. Okay, we're good. <laughs> See, we're good. I just have to make sure we're getting into oh, it. Bottom line. The bottom line. <laughs> that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. <laughs> Maybe it's better than I thought. I don't know. <laughs> so there we are, coming after the weird incident with the fig tree, and Jesus walks us straight into Jerusalem. Walks right into that temple where they're shut, where they're where they're selling their their junk. What? They're crap. What? They're tchotchkes. What? Useless junk. And he walks up to him and, and people start, he starts throwing stuff all over the place, raising all sorts of cane. That's right. He's chasing people with whips. He's flipping tables. He's causing a riot. People are asking him by what authority he's doing that. Who gave him that authority? And Jesus said, you know whose house this is? This is my house. This is the authority that I have. Do you come here? This is a temple of prayer, not someplace you can sell your doves at. They started talking amongst themselves, the Pharisees, you know, the guys that pushed their Psalms and their John 3.16s, and that confused them even more because they hadn't even heard of the book of John. It's just, it's just the Torah's out. But Jesus said, I don't answer to you. 
Jesus said, when John was baptized and the heavens opened up, who, who, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me about what authority that happened. And they didn't know. And Jesus said, well, I don't answer to you neither. And that's the bottom line. Cause stone cold Jesus said so. <laughs> Give me a heck yeah! Oh my gosh! Okay, John. <laughs> it was a, it was a good impression, but it was very monotone. You stuck with that very it, same. I mean, <laughs> that's the only that tone good, I have. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. That's bad. the only tone I have. All right, <sighs> that was not bad. Selling their crap. What? <laughs> their tchotchkes. What? Okay. Okay. Uh, we haven't what enough in this podcast. We don't I feel. want a lot. I don't like the what. You don't like the what? What what? No, I don't. It's the worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst thing Stone Cold has ever inflicted on the WWE. The what champ? Love it. Uh, all right, so mine is a. a uh, I am putting Stone Cold in Paul's place. Okay. In the letter to the Corinthians, this is. A, uh, I've heard of it. A retelling of Corinthians 3, 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 23. Um, and yeah, again, Stone Cold is, is Paul. And uh, Apollos is the rock. Okay. In this story. So okay. Enjoy. You won't hear the rock, but you'll, you'll hear tell of him. Sorry. Now listen here, sons, you got me hot, you got me a little frustrated. You're sitting here crying and whining like babies when it comes to Christ. Good for nothing more than sucking at a breast. Well, <laughs> since you don't seem capable of anything more than that, looks like I'm going to have to open up a can of you-know-what and bottle feed you myself. And you're sitting there picking sides. I'm following Stone Cold. I did it for the rock. Wah, wah. It's obvious you don't even know who Stone Cold is. You don't know the rock. Both of us are out here doing what we were sent here to do stomping mud holes and some demon backsides and walking it dry. Now, I came here to raise some heck. The Rock came here to lay the smack down, but God's the one who whooped your butts into shape. But since you're looking at me like you're dumber than a bag of hammers, let me put it another way. You're in God's <laughs> ring. Now, Rock and I might have done some promos. What? Set the merch. What? Hype the fight. What? Plan the moves. What? And put on the greatest dang show on God's green earth. But none of it, not one god dang punch or stunner would have happened with the foundation of God's reign. Now, by now, I hope you realize that you are the that you are the arena of God, and God Himself is the sole promoter within you. And no one is going to get away with hopping the barricades and rushing God's ring. You can be dang sure of that. D T Y. Don't trust yourself to get over in this world just because you think you know the trades backwards and forwards. Trust God, and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. What? Uh, my throat? Mm. <laughs> Eat some throat, yeah. go. <laughs> um. Oh. These are so much fun. <laughs> they really are. Who should we do next? <laughs> it's hard to find the good ones. We're using a lot of the good ones up really fast. Yeah. Well. Macho Man is good. Stone Cold's good. I can do a decent rock. 
a decent undertaker if it's uh, cold season. <laughs> if, it's, if I've got the flu, I can do. If it's really early in the morning. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to be able to talk the rest of the show. Well, well that's fun. Well, <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed that as much as we enjoyyed doing it. It's New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. 2022 is fast approaching. And if we want to get all these songs in, we better get back to it. Here are number eight. Start right here, the HGA version by Casting Crowns and KB. And number seven, Holy Water by Zayd Wolf. Who do you say that I am? Where do you say that I stand? Am I force for the strong man or a voice for the silence? I am near to the projects in the field with the mind. music for LTN Radio, we often will look for alternate versions of songs that might be popular on mainstream Christian radio, such as remixes or new versions with featured guests, such as Start Right Here, which you just heard a couple songs ago. The original by Casting Crowns is great, but it's also all over the radio dial. However, you add a little KB onto that track, and that's a song we need on our station. But sometimes the original is so good, we add it anyway because it's too hard to choose. And we make enough difficult choices on the Back Row Morning Show as well. Here are three of our favorite Would You Rather questions from one of our favorite games. The first question being, would you rather die in a tsunami or in a volcano? Personally, dying in a tsunami would be better because your body does this whole thing when you're drowning where it just it shuts down, basically. However, yeah, so the, the time of suffering isn't, wouldn't be as long or as bad as if you were burning to death in a volcano. What if you went face first? Face first in the volcano? Yeah. Then your brain would melt like almost immediately. No, you would still feel the, that's not how it works, Matt. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) miss human body melting expert. (laughs) That's not how it works. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Brian, would you rather be in prison for 50 years or die? <laughs> what? That's what it says. <laughs> that is what it says. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my. Um... <sighs> This got even darker than that. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's getting worse. I, I'll say 50 years in prison. No. No 56% way. Really? of people said die. That's what I would have said. 50 years in prison? Wow. I'm going to end up dying there anyway, yeah, I mean, so I might as well just die and go acclimate. meet Jesus. You'd acclimate and no. have some sort of life? No. Wow. I'm not going to live to be that old. I'm 36. Yeah, you got a mouth on you, too, so people would kill you pretty quickly. (laughs) Didn't Didn't you see my Facebook post? 
Would you rather always have to say everything on your mind or never be able to speak again? What the heck? Which one, Matt? <laughs> Look, we're all fallen people. We all know that we think a lot of things most days that we would never say. And to have to always say everything you're thinking, I would much rather be mute for the rest of my life. Please be that answer. Nope. No way. No, 69%. Because you, you can write crap down, guys. There are people <laughs> that are mute in this world that get along just fine. You're going to want to, you're not going to have any friends. You're never going to be married. You're never going to have children. Because all you're going to do is say every terrible thing that ever comes into your brain. What is wrong with people? You're not thinking. You're going to sit there and say every awful thing that pops into your disgusting, depressed sin enthused mind for the rest of your life <laughs> you're ready for the next question <laughs> this is not how excited I wanted to be at freaking nine o'clock in the Okay, maybe I get a little heated sometimes. Speaking of heated, the Indie Tribe made a fiery return this year with their album Upper Hand, featuring No Big Deal, Mowgli the Iceberg, DJ Michael V, and new member John Keith. And their song Tribal Council is number six on our countdown. Check it out. Hickory dickory dog, deal at the tippity jelly Bible verse in your bio, but probably this I could probably high. flex like, where are all the rappers that you said hype? Where? Nowhere to be found and now my set like Hold the culture down, they told me talk like I was Ted right? Resurrect the tribe just like I met fight You boys need to meditate instead of fake Celebrate on IG, depression make you medicate with my lead it's New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. We are counting down our favorite radio moments, as well as the top 20 new songs of 2021. It's been a lot of fun so far, so we're glad that you're spending this night with us. Love Thy Nerd is a home for nerds of all kinds, including comic book nerds like Chris and Hector from The Pull List. Here's a clip of what they thought of Disney Plus's What If series. So, what if? You you aren't all in on the table on what if, are you? I have not seen the final episode, and I'm probably one of the people that are in the camp of, uh, uh, I'm waiting for the point to get to arrive, and from what I've heard, the final episode does that for most people? <laughs> yeah. The final episode uh, brings it all in, but just before that, what, are, what have been the episodes you actually enjoyed? I mean, I really liked the... Um, Captain Carter, um, from, from seeing the animation style and everything, I, I didn't really, I didn't dislike, okay, maybe that's the better thing is I don't think the zombie episode did anything for me. No. The other ones, I at least understood what was being, what the attempt was being made and what part of the sliver of things we were seeing. None of them made me go wow yet, except possibly the one just before, um, the final Oh, with Ultron and the Watcher. Right. The Watcher, yeah. And seeing that they were going to connect the whole evil strange, he can see the Watcher. The Watcher has been 
seen by the Ultron character. Like, I, I see where they're going now. So I think this is one I have to see how the plane lands to know for sure how I feel about it. But I feel like the zombie episode, they missed they missed their opportunities. I feel like the zombie episode was literally just something to give us to give us. Um, um, just because zombies sell or whatever. Um, <laughs> Do they, though? I think, honestly, dude, it was just another it's Funko Pop sale was the the reasoning behind it. But beyond that, um, personally, the T'Challa Star-Lord was one of my favorites, still is. Yeah. Um, like, that might be my favorite, minus the finale. We, we're we big Karen Gillan people in our house. So, like, you know, mm. Doctor Who, Nebula, like, because my kids still see her as Amy Pond and everything, and the fact that they got her for the show is one of my favorite parts. But just hearing her call T'Challa Cha-Cha, hey, Cha-Cha. <laughs> dude, right. I, it's like my tiniest human will walk up to me and, like, just put her hand on me. Hey, Cha-Cha. And I'm like, <laughs> you dork. Uh, but, like, that... <laughs> nerd <laughs> that that episode gave me moments worth talking about so for me that's a big deal um mm. and then honestly like i think my second favorite outside of the finale is the bro thor episode um yeah, it was pretty good i love darcy like me yes. and cat dennings for life and um i just was happy to have natalie portman back and uh so yeah i, I had some fun with that but um i'll say this and uh because it'll be like you know a hot minute after the show airs before you hear this like it'll be you know at least the three days span so gonna discuss the finale real quick so fast forward like two minutes if that's gonna hurt your feelings um <laughs> womp womp. uh so the whole premise and I, you don't mind me telling you just nope, the premise nope, right good. okay so the whole premise is all of these episodes were to set up the fact that with ultron doing his thing the watcher is going to call on each of the main characters from these episodes to become the guardians of the multiverse. Mm. So each main character or at least a focal point of the episode is brought in to form a team to take out, uh, Ultron. Okay. So it, it just makes for some interesting fun. So we got, we got everybody's origin story. Basically we got everybody's origin story. Then they brought them in and, Here's the thing for me personally, like I feel like, and I I made a Facebook post about it, which has caused me no small amount of duress. Um, because huh. my inbox has been flooded with hateful comments and people acting like they know me and being sassy. Um, Ooh, sassy. I'm like I can have an opinion. <laughs> it doesn't, like I had a pastor friend like remove me from a missions network over my opinion on this wow but uh he's like he's like you're not part of the conclave anymore or whatever Um, wow you got voted uh, off the island i did i got voted off the island for say but personally and if you if you know me you know that uh, i'm not the biggest fan of endgame or infinity war um yeah i have lots of mediocre feelings towards it and outside of the from like with endgame it's you know once we hit that point of uh you know, Cap picking up the hammer and the Avengers is simple. Everything from that point on, I'm dope with. Everything before that, I could have lived without. Um, so that being said, in the amount of entertainment per capita, I enjoyed that the was, finale. What'd you, what'd you say? I was going to say that that's like a technical term, like per capita. Yeah. The amount. Okay. So between the six hours of Endgame and Infinity War. And the 40 minutes of what if 
I enjoyed the 40 minutes of what if more than the six hours of the infinity story. Ooh. Yeah, I can I can see why some people might might get uh to take that slightly personal. Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve. We're counting down the top 20 new songs of 2021, and we are three-fourths of the way there. Just five songs remain on the countdown, and it's time to dive in with number five, Shy Away by 21 Pilots, followed by Reasons by Holve featuring Lecrae and Servicina at number four. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. You ever have a situation where all of a sudden a celebrity has blown up that you've never heard of? Like, a week ago they didn't exist, and now all of a sudden they're the biggest name in Hollywood. And usually when that happens, these people have been doing the work for years, we just don't ever actually pay attention to them. Point in case, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, If you would have asked me two years ago who this girl was, I couldn't have told you. Apparently, I saw her in a Pitch Perfect movie, but uh, I didn't know who she was. Then she was Gwen in Into the Spider-Verse. Then she's Kate Bishop in Hawkeye, and she's Vi in Arcane. All of a sudden, this young lady has like blown up into my world, and now I know her name. She's a big deal. Like My daughters love her. And it's it's a recent thing. Also, in the same breath, Jonathan Majors. Guy who I didn't know who he existed. And then all of a sudden, in a year's time, he's starring in Lovecraft Country. He's Kang the Conqueror in Loki and all of Marvel now. And he just had the harder they fall. I mean, the guy went from, like, I don't know who you are to you're on, like, four screens at my house at once. And it's one of these things that we need to understand... Just because it's not blowing up at one time doesn't mean people aren't doing the right thing or going through a hard time even. It just means that we haven't noticed what's happening. And it reminds me of the story in Acts chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. Just to tell you the disciples are growing leaps and bounds. The church is growing. Acts 5 14 says, nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. Verse 15 says, as a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. And it cracks me up because I'm reading this like Peter's some gangster rock star when this is the guy that Jesus called Satan and the guy who like almost drowned walking on water and stuck his foot in his mouth all the time. So I just want to encourage you Maybe you feel like you've been in the shadows and you haven't air quotes blown up, but just keep in mind, God can take somebody like Peter and put them in a situation where people are looking for their shadow. Just keep doing what you're doing. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on 
LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. I hope you're having as much fun as I am reliving these moments from the past year. The Backroom Morning Show is probably my favorite thing I do, and it has only been made better by recording our shows on Twitch with a group of amazing Backroom Buds being a part of the show. In fact, they often make us derail into crazy conversations. Here are Mo and I's top three Twitch derailments from this year in no particular order. So apparently on Twitch, you can't say loony. You can't say loony? Yeah, no. Is loony a bad word? Apparently. What is loony? Twitch's, Twitch's <laughs> censoring system is weird. Twitches get stitches. <laughs> Strange. It came it's, up with bullying. bullying. Oh, okay. okay. Who? Hey, Matt. What uninventive Matt. bully? You loony. What? What exactly? What you know uninventive what? bully is saying "loony," expecting that to cut like a knife? <laughs> Dang right I am, homie. <laughs> Let's go have a look at this a loony, loony fool. good time. <laughs> this kid's straight up loony. A loony. Oh, you gonna cry? Burn. You gonna cry? Burn. That's what I thought. Bugs Bunny looking. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a thing now. Alma Fudd talking, <laughs> right? <laughs> Suffering, thuckatash eating. All right, wow. here we go, guys. <laughs> when I was married and had kids, I didn't even have a cell phone. And then that shows how old I am. And then I'm right there with you, Ky. Learn how to text, and then all of a sudden you can text by touching the letter instead of touching the number four key so many times to get oh, the letter you want. That was, that so, was a rough I time. mean, things Terrible. were working perfectly fine, but, oh. but there are there are ways to improve. Listen, so, KY, this so. is a beautiful argument. If we learned how to better communicate through texting, then we can learn how to better communicate as people. Yes. Interpersonal communication, like you can know somebody better why are you but making that face right now? Know them. You're exactly <laughs> right. I, okay, like, so, so can KY hold and on, I have I got, our own podcast, please? <laughs> you can, I have one. You can have her, KY. Text. Yeah, I have one more. Thing to <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. You've tried to do this um, with other people, and it's not as good. That's I'm true. the reason that's we're true. good. <laughs> And after he's got a second kid, he forgot everything. Yeah, that timed out about right for me, too. Oh, you read my cousin after he got his second kid. He forgot everything. That's how you read it. And I was like, he got his second kid? Like bottom? Like bottom? That's what I thought. <laughs> it was one of those subscription boxes we're going to talk about. <laughs> Dang it. I was hoping to get the... The limited edition towel set. I got another kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my.
my god! This is the worst subscription box. Why did you sign me up for this? We've gotten two kids already in a row. They look exactly the same. That's it. That's it. Cancel the box. We're done. I'm not paying for this anymore. Jelly of the Month Club. At least I'll get a different fruit every month. Gosh. Kid sure. crate. You thought it'd be full of toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, just big wooden box with holes drilled in it. Shows up on my doors. Can't even get into the dang door. Got a bed in there. <laughs> Return to center. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. Any other day, I don't think I would find this as funny as what I'm finding it right now. But because I am... Absolutely exhausted. <laughs> well, did you get your kid crate? You got the chase? You got the golden one? Ah. Oh. Got the plain white kid. <laughs> it's the most basic of all. Basic. <laughs> Nothing limited Eyes are brown. about this one. I mean, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kid crate is for timeouts. <laughs> Go sit in the box you came in. <laughs> Timeout. Your bet's still in there. <laughs> it's New Year's Nerding Eve here on LT and Radio, and I'm your host, Radio Matt. And much like the Ever Given being stuck in the Suez Canal, I'm hoping you leave tonight's show with a lot of joy stuck in your heart. We are up to the last three tracks on our 2021 new music countdown. Let's get back to it with number three on our list, Relate by For King and Country, followed by number two, NF with Lost featuring Hobson. Does life hit you so hard that you've been knocked down? Have you gone too far to find the middle ground? Did they raise you so high just to pull you back down? That's my residence Demons knocking, I don't have to let them in I done made mistakes, day to day, you probably can't relate I just ain't the same when I'm lost Yeah When I'm lost When I'm, when I'm lost When I'm lost When I'm lost, lost we have had some fun tonight, reliving some moments from the Macro Morning Show. But of course, that's not our only morning show. Bubba and Anna have been producing church nerds for us on Fridays, even before this station became LTN Radio. Here's one of my favorite conversations from an episode about collecting things. Pogs? Ooh, see, now, now, dude, now we're talking. <laughs> Let's freaking go with Pogs. Pogs, the one thing you've stolen from the, a store. The one thing, the one thing that I got caught stealing. Bubba from a store. almost How about went to that? jail 
for stealing pogs one time yeah. as a child. As a child. Ooh, devastating. <laughs> Speaking of being skinned alive, his mom, tell, just tell us this story real we're fast. At, so we were at a Walmart as, as one, one does in the, in the nineties. And I don't even remember exactly what was going on, but it, we were, we were at the local Walmart and this was <laughs> for those of you that grew up in the place that I grew up, you'll know what I'm talking about. This place is now the Walmart is now a Dillard's. It was attached to a mall. These are all superfluous. Nobody needs to understand these details. But we went there. We were hanging out. We were in the kids kind of toy section. And as I'm walking down the aisle, not that this makes it okay, because it doesn't make it okay. But the package was already opened. Like I didn't, I didn't do the vandalism part of the crime, but I did do the theft part of the crime <laughs> and so i i already had a slammer at home because i'm kind of a baller and so if you don't know what slammers are hit us in the dms yeah, because we, don't we'll, worry. we'll inform you about, will, about pox i will set you on the right course and so i just got a st- I don't, even, don't even remember what they were not important I didn't know what almost any of them were, if we're being they honest. Didn't, they didn't have to be anything. They were so weird. My The best slammer I had was an eight ball slammer. Uh-huh. Who cares? Most of ours had those shiny holographic yeah. spiders on them. Who cares? <gasps> spiders. <laughs> those spider ones, yeah. Oh, yeah, those, those are the Bean Baby Did slammers. Did you like the little thin ones or the big? Big chunky monkeys, man. <laughs> chunky monkeys. That's what I With say. a rubber bottom and a metal top. <laughs> Um, so anyway, like I end up going through stealing these, these pogs, we get back home and my sister is like, oh, where'd you get those pogs? I'm like, shut your mouth, lady. This is none of your business. Keep walking. And, this but I'm like, Hey, like, don't like, seriously, don't tell, mom. Kids doing- don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. So what does she do? She goes and she tells mom. Yeah, absolutely. And mom puts us back in the car. And for me, this was like the march, the march of death, right? I'm like, mom, it's it's too far. Don't come on. Like it's late. Let's not worry about it. Walmart's like right down the street from where Uh we live. And so she just puts us in the car, takes us back, takes me in front of the manager. And I'm like, I'm dead. He's going to, he's going to murder me. Was this the super Walmart or the regular Walmart? This was back when we had a regular Walmart. So those of you that are listening, Anna went to go let the dog inside when I was telling about. Oh, sorry. This was when Walmart (laughs) was attached to the mall and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, long story short, she marches me in front of the the manager. I'm bawling my eyes out. Bawling my eyes out. Yeah. And this guy is like, to to like my mom, she's like, hey, thank you for for bringing him in. And he looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, are you going to do this again? I was like, no, <laughs> no, uh-uh. and I never did. Uh huh. I never did. Good, good. I'm glad you did not ever steal pogs again. That's good. Yeah, very specifically, I never stole pogs again. Welcome back to New Year's Nerding Eve here on LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, and our show is nearly over as we approach our number one track on our countdown of the best new songs of 2021. And after that, Drew Dixon will bring us a short devotional to take with you as you head into this new year. But you've waited long enough. What is the number one new song of 2021? It's Irresponsible, featuring Jay Monty by Judah. Enjoy. I just want to say I'm hopeless without you. 
I've searched far and wide to find that it doesn't get any better than this And I just wanna say I'm sorry for running in circles that song really is something special. It hit me in all the right places this year. I have played it a thousand times just in my personal life. Uh, yeah, absolutely love it. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? We hope you've enjoyed the countdown. And to end our night, we got a special devotional from Drew Dixon. But before we get to that, let me first thank all of our podcasts and shows for sharing some of their best moments with us tonight. You can find all of our shows in the Love Thy Nerd podcast network on lovethynerd.com and by name in all of the podcast apps. Also, search for the podcast LTN Shorts and LTN Specials. The prior will give you quick access to our shorts like Reviews of the Nerds, The Moment, Nerd History, LTNN, Faith and Fandom 180, and Nerdy Definitions, and there's a couple more that cycle through there every now and then. The latter is the home for the podcast versions of LTN Rewind, Matt and Bubba in the Morning, the LTN Con Sessions, and our weekly Sunday devotional Bible Thump with Drew Dixon. And speaking of, every Sunday we have an hour of praise and worship music leading into Drew Dixon's devotional. So tonight, here is an honorable mention track from the movie soundtrack from A Week Away leading into a special episode of Bible Thump for the new year. God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows how it's killing you. Is there a kind of love that God only knows? God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they say about you. God only knows through you. Is there a kind of love that Hey, Drew Dixon, back with you for another Bible Thump. We find ourselves in Mark chapter 15. Sorry, what do I know? Mark chapter 14. So this is Mark 14, starting verse 27. Um, and it's the new year, so happy new year. Uh, but I'll read. Then Jesus said to them, Mark 14, 27, Then Jesus said to them, All of you will fall away because it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. Peter told him, Even if everyone falls away, I will not. Truly I tell you, Jesus said to him, Today, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he kept insisting, If I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And they all said the same thing. Um, so I want to talk about uh, starting anew in a new year. And what does this have to do with that? Um, you might, at first glance, think nothing. But I think there is something here for us that's really powerful. And here's the thing. Like, Peter thinks he loves Jesus a lot, and he does. I think he really does love Jesus a lot. So Peter, in his mind, thinks, well, I would never deny Jesus, right? Um, the, you know, think about like something that you just say in your mind. Um, I would never, ever do that. Like, whether it's, um, uh, you know, <laughs> kill someone or, or um, leave your spouse or... Um, you know, hurt your children in some way. Um, here's something we need to be really aware of. 
like whatever that thing is that you think you would never do, the reality that the Bible confronts us with regularly in in these pages is this reality that no, actually, you're capable of that. Um, that thing that you think you'll never do, you're actually capable of doing. Peter's going to do exactly the thing that he thinks he would never, ever do. He's going to deny his Savior and Lord three times in his Savior and Lord's greatest time of need. Um, it's really low, right? It's a really low thing to do. I mean, think about... Um, you know, when you you have a friend who's suffering or hurting, um, going through a really difficult time, maybe they're going through a divorce, or um, maybe they lost their job, and they're in this really, really dark place. And uh, it's like going over to their house when they're in this really uh, dark, hurtful place and just, like, picking at them, like, what's wrong with you? What, you know, why isn't your house in order? Like, why are you, why are you such a loser? <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's what the disciples do, and Peter in particular, to Jesus while he's suffering. Peter's going to say, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who Jesus is. And they did that, right, to protect their own skin, to protect themselves. Um, and it was a big deal, and it is a big deal. Um, so, yeah, um, it's it's an incred incredibly hurtful thing to do. And so... Um, I think we all need to acknowledge that we're capable of that kind of thing. Like, the, the, and I'm not saying this to like scare you or to make you feel bad, but to realize that about ourselves. Like, every human being on the face of the planet is capable of bringing great harm and hurt to the people closest to us. Every human being on the face of the earth is capable of doing things that really uh, damage people and make the world a worse place. So, in light of that. What do we need to do? Well, there's good news in this passage, too, because even though Jesus is confronting Peter with this reality of what he's going to do, um, Jesus still loved Peter and was still committed to him. And in fact, um, was committed to Peter's well-being and good. In fact, after Jesus rises from the dead, he goes to Peter and reinstates him. Um, he says... Uh, encourages Peter to feed my sheep, reaffirms his love for Peter and calls him to a great purpose. And Peter went on to do amazing things, right? To plant churches and to preach the gospel at Pentecost and to, um, by the power of Jesus, heal diseases and, and cast out demons and, and see the gospel spread uh, to so many places. Um, he wrote letters in this book, right? Um, he had a tremendous life where God used him to reach so many people. So that's true of us. If we want to reach people, if we want to connect with people, if we want to point people to Jesus, if we want to live a life that matters, we need to recognize um, how deeply broken we are and how capable we are of bringing harm to the people around us. And then also, in the midst of that, we don't just camp out in that brokenness, in that awareness. But we look to Jesus for healing, for forgiveness, um, for restoration. We look to him and we say, Jesus, you are big enough to overcome my brokenness. 
you're big enough to redeem my deepest, darkest um, qualities, uh, my deepest, darkest failures and mistakes. And when we and when we do that, what happens is we begin to want to live differently, to live a life of impact that makes the lives of the people around us better, that demonstrates love to our neighbors. Make sense? There's hope in this passage for really, really broken people. And it's a hope that doesn't stay in brokenness. I want to be really clear. It doesn't just say, oh, well, everyone's really broken and Jesus saves. That's not the point. Um, Peter's going to be restored and redeemed, um, but not to continue living a life of denying Jesus. He's going to be restored to a life of, of purpose and bringing the gospel to people and making the lives of the people around him by the power through the power of the gospel better, right? That's what you and I are called to do. And in this new year, we're invited to do that, to be redeemed, to be renewed, to start over. So where are you really struggling with broken relationships? Where are things really broken and messed up in your world? Um, how might this new year be an opportunity to look to Jesus for restoration, right? How will you look to Jesus in 2023, sorry, 2023, <laughs> I'm losing my mind, 2022, to redeem and renew you and restore you to himself? How will you look to Jesus to redeem and renew and restore the relationships in your life that are broken? I think he can. He does it all the time. He did it with Peter. And he can do it with us. He can redeem and renew and restore everything that's broken. That's the message we've seen again and again and again in Mark's gospel. Jesus stepping in and making things new. Jesus stepping in and healing diseases. Jesus stepping in and forgiving sin. Jesus stepping into people's lives and raising the dead. Jesus stepping into people's lives and bringing comfort. Jesus stepping into people's lives and calling sinners and tax collectors to follow him. Jesus stepping into people's lives and bringing hope. How will you look to Jesus to step into your life and bring you hope and purpose and use you to be a blessing to the people around you? That's a good thing to pray for in this new year, isn't it? I hope you will. I hope you'll join me in that prayer. As New Year's Nerding Eve comes to a close, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. It has been an absolute joy reliving the best of 2021, and we are all beyond excited to see what 2022 brings. LTN Radio wouldn't exist without the support of all of you who turn on the station to make your day a bit better. It's a passion for us in this ministry that we hope you can see and, more importantly, hear. We love you so much and thank you for your support and your prayers. And if you want to take that support to another level and donate to our ministry on a monthly basis, we would be overjoyed for you to go to lovethynerd.com slash partner and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gifts are tax deductible. For those of our listeners in the U.S. and Canada, your countdown to the new year begins in mere hours. Enjoy your New Year's Eve parties and sparkling cider. 
Our shows and normal schedules will return on January 10th. Until then, enjoy the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7 here only on LTN Radio. Once again, I'm Radio Matt, reminding you that Jesus loves you. And lastly, Happy New Year, nerds.